Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haprasit would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. In this camp, we're going to learn about reigning in Christ or ruling and reigning as king. I will preach as a series. In each sermon, we will connect to the last sermon. So if you miss one sermon, I would like to encourage all of you to eventually get the whole set of CD. As you know, we don't sell CD. We give for free. Or you can come to me with a hard drive and I will download everything for you so that you can listen to the whole series. If you can listen to the whole series from the beginning to the end, I believe your life will never be the same. You will know how to rule and reign in this life. You can walk like Jesus. Jesus said in the Bible, the work that I do, you shall do also, and greater works than this, you shall do. So if Jesus ruled and reigned 2,000 years ago, we can do the same thing. But we need to renew our mind with the word of God so we can understand how to walk in victory in this earth, the now and the present time, not only in heaven. Amen? So let's pray for the word of God to be imprinted into our heart and renew our mind. Thank you, Father, for your word. We thank you, Lord, for the truth of God in the Bible. We pray, Father, that you open our eyes to see the revelation of God. You open our ears to hear what you want to say and help us to understand the light of your word. Lord, and we will not be just the hearers, but we will be the doers of the word of God. By your grace, we can practice what we learn, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. I believe that God wants us to have victory in this life. We want to see victory in every aspect of life, whether physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, financially, materially, God wants us to give victory because our Father in heaven is the King of all kings and the Lord of all lords. Amen? We are not the product of apes and animals. We are the sons and the daughters of the King of all kings. So we should live in this life with victory. We should be able to rule and reign in this life. And as God wants us to prosper in every single aspect of our life, we need to learn how to walk by faith. The Bible says clearly that we overcome the world by faith. So in this teaching, I hope that you don't just get the word of God into your mind and then stay there, but let it go down to your heart and you need to build your faith. You listen to the word and let the word come in, dwell on the inside and build the faith, the faith of God on the inside of you. Because you can overcome by faith. And how can you build that faith? You need to do three things. Number one, you need to keep feeding your mind and your spirit with the word of God. Amen? You need to keep feeding and feeding and feeding. And you need to keep feeding your faith with the word of God in every issue. Not just one area, not just healing, not only finances. You need to feed your spirit with the word of God. Number two, after you listen to the word, in order to make your faith strong, you need to practice what you learn. You go out and do it. 
Don't just put on the shelf and have a nice textbook about how to walk with God. But go out and do it. And number three, in order to build your faith, you need to keep being filled with the Holy Spirit. Because the Holy Spirit will give you the power and the grace to be able to exercise your faith. So three things. Number one, listening and listening to the Word of God. Number two, putting the Word of God into practice. And number three, keep filling yourself with the Holy Spirit, with the fire of the Holy Spirit. Matthew chapter 7, verse 6. I want to prepare your heart in this camp in order to listen to this teaching first. This is a preparation. Matthew chapter 7, verse 6 says, Do not give dogs what is sacred. Do not throw your pearls to pigs. If you do, they may trample them under their feet and then turn and tear you to pieces. Do you notice one thing that pigs have no capacity to appreciate pearls? They don't even care about money. And dogs, the same thing. They don't care about pearls and pebble. So if you give pearls to them, they will throw into the mud. So what God tried to say here is that if you want God to give you precious revelation and understanding and we'll be able to really pull out the principle from the Bible, we should not live our life like pigs and dogs because they don't appreciate the word of God. We should be the kind of people who are hungry for the word of God. We should be the kind of people who really honor and treasure and value the word of God. We should be the kind of people who care about knowing the word of God. We should be the kind of people who really want to partake the word of God. If you take the word of God as common and we just treat it like, oh, not big deal. I can fall asleep during the sermon time. I don't care about listening to teaching CD. I don't care about opening the Bible. God say that I will not give you the revelation. I will not teach you the secret things of God. Amen. Romans chapter 11 verse 8 talking about the eyes that cannot see. You know, God looked down from heaven and he see the hearts of people. And if your hearts are not right, you will not be able to see. Romans chapter 11 verse 8 says, Just as it is written, God has given them a spirit of stupor. Eyes they should not see and ears that they should not hear to this very day. So you can sit in the same service, listening to the same sermon, but some of you get something, but some of you listen and get nothing. Because your heart is stupid. Your heart is so dull to the things of God. First Corinthians chapter 14, verse 21. In the law it is written, with men of other tongues. Thank God, God used a Thai man to preach the gospel here. With men with other tongues. And other lips, I will speak to these people. And yet, you know, thank God for my accent so that you have to listen carefully. Last Sunday, after I came out from the preaching, somebody come and correct me what I say wrong in English. I said, thank God that they have to listen carefully. And yet, for all that, they will not hear me. Listen, they will not hear me. When you value the things of God, when you are hungry for the truth, then God will give you revelation and understanding. So I want to encourage all of you to really treasure the word of God. And then God will give you revelation. 
God will give you the light. The light of the word will shine into your heart, into your spirit. And you come to the point, yes, yes, I get it. Otherwise, it's just a knowledge in your brain. It never goes down into your heart. How many people want to receive the revelation? Not just go into right ear or left ear and then go through out to another ear. Amen? The word of God definitely make a big difference in your life. And it has made a big difference in my life. In the past 28 years after I became a Christian, I studied the word of God. And when I study, I'm really hungry. I want to know the truth. And I want the truth to come and change me. And I know that when I know the word and have faith, I can overcome the world. And I can walk in this life like a king, like a priest. I can rule and reign in the situation in my life, in my family, in my church, in my finances, in my work, with my patient, with my practice. I can rule and reign in my own life. Because the word of God gives me God's idea, not man's idea. We are not following man's idea. We are not following the TV ideas. We are following the word of God. How does faith come? Faith comes by hearing and hearing of the word of God. Amen? Be careful. You may think that you have so much faith 10 years ago. But faith can decrease if you don't keep feeding your soul and your spirit with the word of God. You need to keep feeding and feeding so that your faith will keep growing. And another thing you have to be careful, if you keep feeding yourself with lies and deceptions and the word of, of doubt and the, word, the negative word from people, you can kill your own faith too. So you have to shut your ear from the negative talk, from the word of doubt from people around you, but keep feeding yourself with the word of faith. Amen? The Bible says clearly in Hebrews chapter 4, verse 2, Hebrews 4, 2, for indeed, the gospel was preached to us as well as to them. Listen carefully. The gospel was preached to us and as well as to them, but the word which they heard did not profit them. Why? Why the word did not profit them, not being mixed with faith in those who heard it. If you hear the word of God and you don't mix it with faith, it will not benefit you at all. You need to hear the word of God and put in here and mix it with faith. Amen? Two people can sit in the same room, in the same service, listen to the same sermon, one walk out as dead as they came in. But another person walk out alive, full of faith, full of energy, full of fire. Because two persons are different. One person don't care about what it says from the pulpit. And don't mix the word of God with faith. But another person, yes, keep taking, keep putting in, and keep receiving by faith. And they walk out like a king. More faith, more energy, more life. How many people want to be the second person here that walk out with faith from this room, from this camp? Amen. Amen. That's why Jesus warned us in Mark chapter 4, verse 24. Mark 4, 24. Then he said to them, take heed what you hear. Take heed. Be careful of what you hear. When God speaks, you listen carefully. You don't just, whatever, whatever, whatever will be, will be. No. 
You need to take it seriously. Amen. You need to take the word of God seriously. So this morning, I want you to say with me, I am a doer of the word of God. I receive the word and I mix faith with it. I want to rule and reign in this life. Amen. This morning, I want to give you introduction about ruling and reigning or being a king and priest on earth here. So the first of all, I want to show to you from the scripture is that God's original plan for all of us in this room is that we have dominion. We have the ruling authority in this life. Let's look at the scripture. Psalm chapter 8, verses 1 to 9. Psalm chapter 8, verses 1 to 9. O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is your name is all the earth, who have set your glory above the heavens, out of the mouth of babies and nursing infants. You have ordained strength because of your enemies, that you may silence the enemy and the avenger. When I consider your heavens and the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars, which you have ordained, what is man that you are mindful of him? And the son of man that you visit him? King David, the psalmist, said that he saw all the moon and the star, all the powerful creation, the universe, and he said, even it's so big, so vast, so great. But God still think about you and me. He's mindful of you and me so much. Wow. We are little, little. When, when we compare ourselves with a big animal on earth, compare ourselves to Mount Rainier, we are just like a dust, a small person in this world. But God still very mindful of us. Amen. For you have made him a little lower than the angels, and you have crowned him with glory and honor. You have made him to have dominion. Everyone say dominion. God has made us, or man, or mankind, to have dominion over the works of your hands. You have put all things under his feet, all sheep and oxen, even the beasts of the field, the birds of the air, and the fish of the sea. That pass through the path of the sea. O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is your name in all the earth. The Spirit of the Lord spoke through King David. That out of all the creation, God is so mindful of us. We, human beings. God thinks about us. And not only that, out of this creation, the planet earth, he say, I give you dominion. I give you ruling authority over this planet earth. He is the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. He is the creator. Amen? And we are his creation. Amen. And when he spoke, light came. When he spoke, animal came. When he spoke, fish came. He is the creator. And he created us to rule and reign and have dominion all over his creation. Amen. Some scientists think that human beings are not significant. 
Some scientists think that we are just a product of evolution. Or we are just the advancement of apes. I'm sorry, I'm not an advancement of apes. God created you and me in his image. Amen. If you think scientific way, do you know that you are worth only a few dollars? If you think in a scientific way, you are just a kind of animal. And when we put all the elements from your body, the water, the sodium and potassium and carbon and all this stuff together in a test tube, when you die, we just put all the elements in a test tube, you may worth about a couple dollars. But you are not worth only a couple dollars. Because God is mindful of you. You are very valuable in the eyes of God. Amen. You are not just an a product of the ape. God created the heavens and the earth and he made man. He created man and then he gave man dominion over all the creations of his hands. There is no comparison between you and animal. There is no comparison between you and dogs and apes and monkeys. No comparison. I remember when I was in the medical school, I went through a class called comparative anatomy. And when we study comparative anatomy, we study the similarity between the hand of human and the hand of a monkey. And we compare the appendix of a man and appendix of the monkey. And after we study all this similarity between our human body and the animal body, like legs and arm and shoulder and all this stuff, we studied for one year comparative anatomy. And they concluded that we came from monkey because we have similarity. I want to say that they're totally wrong. Even though we have similarity, but we are not the body. Listen carefully. Animals have the body, but we are not the body. We have the spirit. And the spirit in us was created in the image of God. And this is just a vessel, a clay, a, a house of clay that we live in. Animal has no spirit. An animal died, they went back to the ground. But we have the spirit. And God of the spirit created our spirit in his likeness and his image. So we are not animal. We are more valuable than animals and anything is in this world. I want you to understand this first before you understand that you can rule and reign. Because you are not a kind of animal. Amen? You're not an ape. We are very significant on earth here. Amen? No matter what nationality you have, no matter what language you speak, or skin color you have, you are significant in the eyes of God. And not only that, the planet earth here is significant because God created this planet for you and me. Can you imagine? He created the planet to be exactly at the right place, not too close to the sun, are not too far away from the sun so that you can live on this planet. If only one mile is close to the sun, we will not be able to survive on this planet. God created this planet for you, how important you are. And he keep the planet at the distance from the sun all these thousands of years so that you can survive on earth here. You are very important. Amen? And you are very significant. And this planet is very significant. That's why the psalmist say, when I look at the sky, look at the star and the sun and the moon, and I'm so amazed 
how mindful you are of me and all the human on earth here. And not only that, you give us dominion over all the creation that you have. Isaiah chapter 49, verse 15. I want you to understand this truth first that we were created to have dominion. Isaiah 49, verse 15. Can a woman forget her nursing child and not have compassion on the son of her womb? Surely they may forget, yet I will not forget you. Have you ever seen a mom deliver a baby, maybe at Northwest Hospital? And after a couple of days in the hospital, she packed, she left, and she went into her car, went back home, and she turned to her husband and said, Oops, I forgot my baby at the hospital. Have you ever seen that? No. The mom never forget the baby. But God said, Surely she may. But, I will not forget you. So in other words, we need to understand that we are so important in the eyes of God. You may forget your baby, but God will never forget you. God remember you. Isaiah 49 verse 16, he continued to say, I have inscribed you on the palms of my hand. Your name, your life, is in the palm of his hand. He think about you all day, all night. You are so important. You need to understand that you are not just an animal. Let me ask you a very simple question. Anyone in this room? How many people in this room know the numbers of your hair on your head? Raise your hand up. How many people know the numbers of your hair? I don't know. And even though you have lost a lot of hairs, maybe you have a few hairs on your head right now. I believe with all my heart that you don't even know how many hairs you have on your head. But God knows exact count and number of the hair on your head. You see how much He cares for you. You see how much He loves you and how important you are in his eyes. We are the real reasons for the existence of the planet Earth today. This planet Earth is in existence because of you and me. We are so important in the eyes of God. Amen? What is man that make God make such a big deal on this planet Earth? What kind of man we are that he is mindful of? And he say in Psalm 8 verse 6, You have made him, mean you and me, the man and the woman, to have dominion over the works of your hands. And you have put all things under his feet. I want to encourage you to go back home from this camp and meditate on this truth day and night. When you wake up in the morning, you meditate. And you say to yourself, I have dominion. God created me to have dominion over the creations of his hand. When you wake up in the morning, I have dominion. You need to meditate on it until it becomes so real to you. Because the devil, actually the devil is mad right now. Actually demons are not happy with me right now. Because the devil doesn't want you to know this fact. 
He wants you to be under his thumb, and he can squeeze on you. He can control you. He can do whatever he wants on your life because you don't understand that you have dominion in Christ Jesus. And we're going to learn in detail in this camp and after the camp too, because I cannot finish the whole series in this camp, how we can walk in dominions with Christ Jesus, so that you will not be under His thumb anymore. You can speak to the curses to go away. You can command sickness to go away from your life. Amen? You need to know how to have dominion. And the first thing you need to do is to meditate on this truth every single day. I have dominion. Everyone say, I have have. dominion. dominion. If you want to have victory over the enemy, we cannot let the enemy deceive us to continue to think that, oh, victory happened only in heaven. Oh, one of these days, when I get to heaven, I will have a lot of victory. But on earth here, poor me, I'm just a poor sinner, saved by grace. I cannot do anything. Oh God, have mercy on me. I'm a weak Christian. The devil always attacked me. The devil always has an upper hand upon me. Oh, I'm sick again. Oh, he take money from me. Oh God, have mercy on this poor Poor, weak believer. And all the church say, Amen. (laughs) And that's why we see a lot of problems in the church. We see a lot of sicknesses and we see a lot of divorces and sin and demonic activities in the church because we don't know that we have dominion. We don't understand that we can rule and reign in this life. Amen. We are not a beggar. We are the son of God, the son and the daughter of God. Amen. God did not create us to be a beggar and beg people. Be coming to rule and reign and have dominion on earth here. And he put all things under our feet. Psalm chapter 115 verse 12, the Bible says, The Lord has been mindful of us. He will bless us. He will bless the house of Israel. I mean the church too. Israel including the church. And you will bless the house of Aaron. The Lord think about us all day long. He's mindful of us. Does he forget us? He doesn't forget us. He think about us. You know, I can speak like this from my own experience as a pastor. Because of the spirit of a pastor, the, the anointing of pastor is upon me. I think about people all day long. And I know, and this is a human being, you know, I can think of people only at a limited amount, but how much God thinks about you all day long. He thinks about you. He cares about you. He wants to make sure you have victory. He makes sure that you will understand and have the Holy Spirit. He really cares. He wants to bless you. Amen? Hallelujah. He never forgets about you. You need to understand this. God loved you so much. Psalm 115, 13 and 15. He will bless those who fear Him, or fear the Lord. He will bless those who fear the Lord, both small and great. May the Lord give you increase more and more. You and your children, may you be blessed by the Lord who made heaven and earth. God makes the heaven and the earth. And he said, I want to bless you. I want to give you the increase. I want you to rule and reign. I don't want you to keep begging from people. I want you to be able to give. I want you to be able to 
have victory in your life, he wants to bless his people. And verse 16, the Bible says, The heaven and even the heavens are the Lord's. But, listen carefully, I'm going to come to this point. But the earth he has given to the children of men. This is what the Bible says. The earth is ours. Everyone say, the earth is ours. This planet belongs to us from the beginning. I know that we have lost some already. And we're going to talk about that this evening, how we lost that dominion this evening. This morning, I just want to talk about the original plan of God, that the earth belongs to us. Amen? Let me explain the word belongs a little bit here because there are some wrong theologies in the church that make a lot of people practice the wrong way. Okay. God give us all the things that we need. God give me my car, my house, my profession, education, money in my bank, and the money in my pocket here, in my wallet here, you cannot touch it until I give it to you. And God cannot touch it until I give it to him. You need to understand that everything that you have comes from God. But once it comes into your hand, it belongs to you. Except, listen carefully, everything that you have belongs to you. Except 10%. When you give 10% to God, you don't give God what belongs to you. When you give 10% to God, you give God what belongs to him. But whenever you give more than 10%, you give what belongs to you. You may think, why I have to say this thing? It's not about giving today. But I want to come to the point about the word owns or belonging. If there is a th- this kind of doctrine, oh, people say, oh, everything belongs to God. Everything in my life belongs to God. So I'm going to give back to him. It's not true. Only 10% belong to God. The other 90% belong to you. If everything belongs to God, then it means you don't have the capacity to give anymore. Because it means you just hand back what belongs to him. Is that right? If I borrow you 10,000 bucks and you give back to me 10,000 bucks, actually you don't give to me. You just return what belongs to me. But the reality is, everything that you have in your life besides 10% belongs to you. And you can do whatever you want with that money. You can use that money for wicked things, or you can use that money for the good things, or you can give back to the poor, or you can give back to God. All belongs to God. And that's why we call giving. Tithe is not giving. Tithe is returning. But whenever you give more than 10%, you are giving to God. Because you can use the same money, $200, to do something else, or you could give to God. You see my point? But talking about what you have, what belongs to you on earth here. We are in the covenant relationship with God. Listen carefully. This is important to understand. We are in the covenant relationship with God. Jesus shed his blood. To cut a covenant with us. Covenant means cut the blood in the Hebrew language. Cut the blood and drain the blood. To make a promise. God created everything. And because he made a covenant with us, he made everything available for us. 
and we can receive those things by grace, by faith, through grace. But once it comes into your hand, it belongs to you. Listen carefully. It belongs to you. But because we have a covenant with God, you can say back to God, what belongs to me, it can be available to you as well. You can use what I own. You see my point? My car belongs to me, but I talk back to God. God, you give me the car. It belongs to me now. But can you, you can use my car for the ministry. You can use my money for the ministry. I can use those things for the kingdom of God. But it's still mine. Is that right? What we talk about owning here. God say, I created the earth. I created the heavens and the heavens belong to God. I created the planet and the planet belong to us. And we can do whatever on this planet, either for God or for evil things. So in fact, from the beginning, we have dominion over the planet. Not now though. A lot of people have lost that. We are regaining back. We're going to talk about gaining back the dominion in this camp. We're going to gain back the dominion. We're going to talk about how mankind lost the dominion and how we're going to gain it back. But at the beginning, we own the planet. Adam and Eve own the planet. And Adam and Eve were expected by God to be good stewards, to look after the planet for God. Amen? Look at Genesis chapter 1, verse 26. Thank God we were not created in the ape's image. We were created in God's image. Verse 26, Genesis 1, 26. Then God said, let us make man in our image according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over the cattle, over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. Let me ask this question. Who is smarter, Darwin or God? Who is smarter, scientists and God? Darwin said that we came from monkey, but God said we came from God. And we were created in the image of God. Are you glad? We did not come from monkey. Amen. But the deception came into the world, came into the college. And do you know that evolution has not been proven? Do you know that the evolution has not been proven? How many people heard the word missing links? Missing links? What does it mean, missing links? In other words, they cannot find any animal that look between man and apes yet. That is a missing links. And I want to tell you the good news. The missing links are still missing. Because evolution is not real. It's just a hypothesis. I am a neurosurgeon. I see people's brain. I see people's body. I know that there's no way those brains come from monkey. Much more higher than monkey. And there's no missing links. It takes more faith to believe in Darwinism than to believe in the Bible. How many people agree with me? It takes more faith to believe in Darwinism or evolution than to believe in the Bible. I'm so glad that we were created in the image of God. And God gave us dominion over the fish of the air and the animals on the ground. 
Look at Genesis 1:26-28 one more time. God said, "Let us make man in our image, according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over the cattle, over the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth." So God, listen, verse 27. So God created man in His own image. In the image of God, He created him, male and female. He created them. And listen carefully, verse 28. Then, do you know? What are the first words that mankind heard when he opened his eyes? Do you know what kind of first words that mankind heard when he opened his eyes? The Bible says, "Then God blessed them." The first word that mankind heard is "blessing." I bless you. You have dominion. You're gonna rule. You're gonna reign. You're gonna be the head here. Amen. God blessed them, and God said to them, "Be fruitful and multiply." Josiah and Nora. I already have grandchildren. I might multiply now. Fill the earth and subdue it, and have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. God authorized. God gave authority to Adam and Eve to rule and reign in this planet Earth, and that is the original plan of God. Amen. I like Amplified Bible, verse twenty-six. Amplified Bible say, God said, "Let us, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, make mankind in our image, after our likeness, and let them have complete authority." Over the fish of the sea, the birds of the air, and the tame beasts over the over the earth, and over the, everything that creeps upon the earth. What we were, what were we made or created to do? We were created to have dominion. That's why this camp is important. We're gonna learn about dominion, ruling and reigning. We have been created. Ordained, appointed at the beginning to have dominion and to rule and reign on this earth, and we're gonna get that back. And I already got that back myself. You're gonna get that back in this camp after you understand the word of God. Everyone say the earth is ours. The heavens are God's. We rule and reign on this earth. Amen. We have dominion over everything in this planet. Genesis two nine to twelve, and out of the ground the Lord make every tree grow that is pleasant to the sight and good for food. I just heard from people from uh, California that came to Seattle say, "Oh, I feel so good to see all the green tree in Seattle area." And people from Las Vegas say the same thing. With so much green tree, beautiful, good for the sight and for food. The tree of life was also in the midst of the garden, and the tree of the knowledge and good of evil. Now a river went out of Eden to water the garden. You see how God created things beautiful for mankind, and from there it parted and become four rivers heads. The name of the first is Pishon. It is the one which skirts the whole land of Havila, where there is gold. Everyone say gold. 
and look at what the Bible say. And the gold of the land is bad. Is that right? The gold of the land is good. So God created the heavens and the earth, and God gave us the earth, and on the earth there is gold, and God say gold is good, and I give it to you. How many people want gold? And gold is good. The devil tried to steal gold from us. Everyone say gold is good. We use dollars. We use dollars to represent silver and gold. So actually, when you carry dollars in your wallet, you carry gold because it represents gold. Is that right? So everyone say money is good, but the love of money is evil. Nothing wrong to have a nice car. There's nothing wrong to have a nice home. It's nothing wrong to have a lot of money in the bank account. It's nothing wrong to have a lot of gold and money. Because God created us to have dominion, to rule and reign, to have those things. But the problem is, if we love those things more than God, it's evil. God wants us to have good things. Gold, money, good health. We rule and reign on this earth. Amen? So let's conclude this morning and we'll continue this evening. Let's conclude. The conclusion is we need to feed our faith with the word of God. We need to be the kind of people who honor and value the word of God and doer of the word of God. We build our faith. We overcome. We have victory in this life by faith. That's why Paul said, fight a good fight of faith. And we can build our faith by listening to the word, practice the word, and fill with the Holy Spirit. And the Bible also says that from the beginning, the original plan of God is we have dominion. God wants us to rule and reign in this life. It's not God's will for us to be tortured by the enemy, to be, putting down, to be put down by sickness and disease and poverty. God wants us to rule and reign in this life. Dominion. Amen. I want that to get into your spirit this morning. Let's repeat one more time. God has given me authority and power and dominion. This earth belongs to us. Gold belongs to us. Amen. Let's pray. Father, we thank you so much, Lord, for your word. We thank you for renewing our mind by the truth in the Bible. And Father, we pray that in this camp, we will be able to understand all the truth regarding ruling and reigning and dominion in this life. We thank you, Father, for your Holy Spirit, who is our teacher. May your Holy Spirit remind us of this truth daily so that we can walk in this life by faith and in victory. In Jesus' mighty name. And all the saints say, Amen. Amen. Turn to each other and say, You have dominion. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206 206- 
275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.NewHopeInternationalChurch.com. To them all gathered in your name, I lift to you this new praise song. All the wrongs I have ever done have been washed away by your only son. Bring me your tired, you said. Bring me your weak. Bring me your hungry masses. We seek your Your glory 